All right, see, can we just address the not-so-small elephant in the room? You? Your stalker. Like, you have a legitimate stalker who has now made a profile, Geek Shaker, and is following all of the different groups you're in. How come you always get the stalkers? Well, have you compared our faces? I mean, I get that, but the creeps always come out for you. I like to think of them as admirers. So are you going to meet Geek at some point? How do you know I already have it? I don't. But how do you know you already have it? And are you a little afraid about that? There could have been a a group dinner this past Wednesday with the masses and and they could have been there. I don't know. You think they were there? I don't know. I I can't elaborate on some things. There, There may be photographic evidence that surfaces later. So you know who it is? John, I know a lot of things. I'm a doctor. I don't think you know who it is. (laughs) I think you think you know who it is, but I don't think you know who it is. You have your theory. I have mine. My name is John Edwards, and with me as always is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Hello, Dapper Dan. Well, what do you know there, big cat? You do look like a Dapper Dan man today. Your hair is all slicked back. You're putting some lotion on your face. What? What's that stuff you're putting on your face? Did Geek well, send uh, you a present? As you know, you'd like to say, peeling back the curtain, I'll go with peeling back the towel since that's literally all I'm wearing at the moment. Uh, this is fresh out of the shower, Zeke. So, how did I get so lucky? Geek, if you're listening, I can't see anything besides his face. But no, you should take notes here. You, you use moisturizers like this on the reg, clean up those old man wrinkles. So what moisturizer do you use? Depends if it's morning or night. Wait, you have two different moisturizers. I feel like this is a million times better of a cold open than your stalker would have been, but let's go with it. I've probably got three that I kind of rotate through. I have a morning one I use, and I have two different night ones I rotate, because one you're going to use about three times a week, and it's kind of too harsh on the face. So how come you let the bottom half of your face look like shit if you're worried so much about moisturizing the top? Well, that's where the wrinkles go. You don't get wrinkles on your cheeks. I would think that you would like trim up, you know, look kind of clean shaven if you really care so much about your appearance. Maybe take care of that widow's peak on your hair. That's not a widow's peak. Those are two big ass cul-de-sacs that have been there since I was an adolescent. Thank you. (laughs) I've, I've had this conversation with many. My hair is not receding. It just never went any farther forward. So you never fully grew. I'll show you this picture of me like senior year of high school. My head shape. It looks just like this, but literally no hair. I can't wait till you lose just that little peak in the middle and all of a sudden it looks like you got the biggest forehead in the whole entire world. Hey, you lose that little peak in the middle and all we're going to have is a white tee. Anyways, today's show is sponsored by CassCartel.com, changing the industry standard as to how you get your alcohol. They're like the Amazon of the spirits industry, so they hook you up with merchants that will send your spirits directly to your door. Whatever it is, they have it. Obviously, the allocated stuff is going to cost a little bit more. Your daily drinkers should be on par with what you get down at your local. Check them out at CassCartel on Instagram as well. They're always doing awesome giveaways to their followers. And check them out at CassCartel.com to get some stuff sent to your house. You ready to drink some Pinhook? I suppose. Nothing like seeing what our uh, 
our good friend Sean's been, uh, you know, cooking up and working on. I think this might be the longest stretch we've gone without seeing him since he's been, uh, you know, stuck down in NOLA and uh, has now even resorted to doing cooking videos, which I've enjoyed the videos to a degree. And, and Sean, if you check this out, that hair, man, uh, I just think the only response can be a, just a, an extremely slow, loud golf clap. Well, I have to say, I have really enjoyed the cooking videos as well. I think he needs a show on the Food Network. He was a restaurateur. We do know this. So the man knows his way around a kitchen. The other thing I have to say is he posted a picture of him and his wife way back in the day. It was his anniversary the other day. And he had the same exact big ass (laughs) hair. It just was not gray. Yeah, that cracked me up really good. I was like, well, I mean... I guess the man can say he's still got it. Now he is just a silver fox, but it was the <laughs> same exact haircut. I did get a good laugh out of that one. And again, uh, cheers for, for helping keeping all of us uh, entertained with new and innovative skills other than just uh, tasting whiskey. I really can't wait to do some cooking with Sean next time he's in town. We got to find a kitchen. Zeke will not do anything because he's not that much of a cook. I mean, you can heat up a good soup, but as far as cooking goes, we'll leave it to the professionals. I was going to say, this sounds you know more than ideal. You can go in there and, you know, slave away, missed out fire, do your thing, cook it up. And then, you know, Sean and I try different whiskeys and converse and enjoy some food. Well, Sean would get in on the cooking too. Uh, we'll, we'll let you, we'll, we'll stick to the whiskey. Well, let's stick to this pinhook whiskey right now. This is the Bohemian Bourbon, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. We know that earlier this year, there was the Bohemian High Proof. That was the pink wax. This is more of a creamsicle silks. I'm going to call them silks because it is pinhook and it is a horse. This is 75% corn, 15% rye, 10% malted barley. It is 95 proof. The MSRP is 38 bucks. They sent a little card with it. Every year, Pinhook releases a new vintage of small batch bourbons and ryes. Crafted to showcase the very best of our barrels rather than replicate an established flavor profile. Each vintage is dedicated to a promising young American thoroughbred, the Chestnut Philly Bohemian Bourbon for 2020. And the whiskey has a personality as unique as the horse on the label. We distilled, blended, and bottled this Kentucky straight bourbon at Castle and Key Distillery in Frankfort, Kentucky. This is a straight whiskey. It's at least three years old. What'd you think about it, big guy? Diving in and nosing this some, I really was kind of uh, scattered, but also kind of on the same lines. I don't know. I'll let you uh, judge for yourself. First thing I picked up was banana Laffy Taffy. After that, I really thought I was getting some sparkling white wine almost. Skittles to a degree but really sweet ones. I mean, I can't pick out which colors, but like the sweeter side of some of those in the bag of Skittles. Then I had one thing I, I really could not pick up. And I know I knows this thing longer than, than even from my own norm, just trying to figure out what it was I was getting. I finally settled or concluded on lime, but like lime juice on salt on the rim of margarita glass. But it was definitely lime forward. I, I, I'm pretty sure that was my, uh, my nosing notes there. Palette wise, it, it shifted on me some. The first thing I picked up was cereal. And by that, though, I'll, I'll specify the, the non kid friendly type of cereal, 
where it's uh, very grain forward, uh, no marshmallows, um, excess sugars, whatever else it is they throw in those things these days. Revisiting this over a few little sips here and there and, and working it through the palate, I, I really felt like that the decrease in proof brought out more of the flavor of the grains in this. I also felt like the the oak was starting to set in, but it really had the juice hadn't really had time to work in and out of those deeper layers and start to pull in and out some of those deep sugars to really add that uh, content to the juice itself. It just seemed like it was just starting to get in there and and add that addition because you can taste some oak, but again, I just didn't get the sugars, the tannins, the vanillins, you know, everything that that the oak does for the product. And uh, you know, color is not anything we normally really dive into or mention much. But I did think this was relatively light compared to what I would, I guess, normally guess. Um, I think that's one of those things that if John and I mention, it's either light or dark. And that kind of catches us off guard. Otherwise, you know, all things equal to a degree. Kind of reflected back on this. And I, uh, it, it almost reminded me of the awkwardness of puberty. I don't think you've ever used that tasting note before. Nope. There is a first for everything. That's really where I went with it. I mean, the nose, I, I love it. Palette, it's got all the makings, but somewhere in between being a little young and also having that extra water put to it, I think it pulled out what, what sugars I was getting on the nose and some of those other aromatics and just kind of left you with more of a, a baseline product, so to speak, that again, I, I think all the makings are there. I just don't know if this one's quite to that sweet spot yet. I think it's a different profile. And that's one of the things that I love about Pinhook is, you know, they have 18 different expressions that they have put out. Each vintage is not supposed to be like the last one, but if there's one you don't like, there's going to be one you like. And I think there's a stark contrast in putting out the high proof bourbon and the low proof bourbon every year. You're going to find one that you're probably going to like out of those two. The nose for me on this was soft and delicate notes of corn and sweet wine. I think that corn was was really there. Like you said, the grain, it took a minute for the nose to open up and then I got a little bit of the frosted flakes, but it wasn't as pronounced as the high proof Bohemian. This really helped to side by side against the high proof Bohemian. And that really let me see some of that stuff that was in there. I got some chocolate too, a little bit of chocolate on the nose and a slight bit of that oak taste said it was corn and and chocolate it was not super rich chocolate but it's definitely there i think a funny comparison to this that i put down is if high proof bohemian is a galaxy bar this is hershey's and then the finish i said little oak on the finish it goes down really easy i mean sean calls this orange crush because it's that creamsicle thing it is an easy sipper I think out of the two, I tend to gravitate to that high-proof Bohemian a little bit more. I'm on my fourth or fifth bottle of that. I don't think this is a bad pour at all. If you're not into that high-proof stuff, this is going to have some of those pinhook signatures out of that Bohemian that we liked this year. It's just not as bold as that pink bottle is. The other thing I'd say is I put a splash of water in this too. I mean, we like to to give our whiskeys a fair shake and everything. Putting a little bit of a splash of water in this 
actually opened it up even more and allowed for some of that flavor to be a little bit more pronounced. And you would think like, here I am talking about how I like the high proof a little bit more. I think I like this expression probably more at like 92 or 93 proof for some reason, just that drop of water dialed it in a little bit more for me. And then I really liked it. 38 bucks. I can't really complain. That was one of the things I was considering in my mind, you know, especially when you've got two products, not necessarily apples to apples, but pretty damn close and two different proofs. I think we kind of have to revert back to the mindset of, all right, who's going to buy product A versus product B? And I think with that lower proof, you're looking at folks that are most likely going to use a little water, going to use, you know, two or three cubes of ice. I think that's the connotation that goes with that profile of drinker. So I, I was on the same page as you as far as, all right, let's try this little water. Um, I didn't go the ice route just because I didn't want to put ice in a blend. I mean, I feel like that's something Yankees would do. Or I, I don't know. Southerners don't do that. But no, I, I wanted to try and, you know, get in that mindset to see, all right, well, where does these profiles move? Because obviously with water and or ice, you, you do get, you know, some pretty decent fluctuations, if not more so. Uh, I, I felt the same way. It kind of knocked a little bit of the, it's hard to say edge on this being a 95 proof product, but it did move the profile a little bit. I'd be interested to see where it goes with ice. If anything, I, I think it makes it just a much tamer product. And, and that's where you're going to get that just daily drinker status, quote unquote. And uh, again, I think for the market and the folks that that would be targeted at, you're hitting your marks there. Like I say to the those of us that dive in and nose and taste and are going to have five different expressions beside each other. I think for us, that high proof is going to be the, the the win four out of five times. But again, there's plenty of people buying booze that aren't in the, you know, that niche. You hit the nail right on the head, Zeke. And I think it comes down to what is our profile? What are we going to gravitate towards? However, Monday through Friday, I'm not always looking for that high proof bourbon profile. And this is really in the market for people that want that premium daily pour. And if you think about, we just had Woodford Reserve on, we just had Angie and Megan on. This is one of those pours that it's 95 proof, so it's approachable, but it's people that want just a little bit more than a white label or a Jack Daniels or something like that. They want a little bit more in their glass. They don't want that 114 proof like the high proof Bohemian is. At 95 proof, you put a cube of ice in a rocks glass and you sit there and you sip it and you enjoy it. You have a great night, something you might have after dinner sitting out on the deck. I think it goes down way too easy. I couldn't see this bottle lasting a long time if you had it. So, I mean, I think they did their job. I just think our sweet spot's a little bit higher. I, I did like that uh, on the nose, you, you picked up that uh, that white wine influence as well. It, it caught me off when I first wrote down, I'm like, am I really writing this down? But to me, it was, it was sparkling white wine, or at least what I remember smelling out of it. And there it is. I mean, I'm telling you it's not one of those things that you said and then all of a sudden i go oh yeah i got that too it absolutely a hundred percent i got that white wine on the nose uh, that's funny i do like the awkwardness of puberty like when i when i wrote down i was like this really hits me hard like i i like where it is because it's got a lot of attributes it's going in the right direction but then there's just a little bit kind of awkward you know like this or this isn't quite in proportion your, your voice still cracks every now and then this and that's not there like you know what i mean it's like that 12 to 14 year uh growth range <laughs> you don't like my galaxy bar versus a hershey's bar i don't think i've ever eaten a galaxy bar it must be a yankee thing no it's a british thing We've talked about this on the podcast before. 
chocolate in the UK is much more thick and rich and filling. And that Hershey's, I mean, even the bar itself is a little bit thinner. And I think that is a perfect analogy for the Bohemian High Proof and this one. It doesn't have as much bite as the other one. It's still in the chocolate family. One is just a different experience than the other. Circling back to previous travels and other things, most places in the UK are kind of more romantical, historic, things like that. And when I've traveled, it's always been with my boys. So uh, we didn't go to them places, bud. Sorry. I don't really think the UK screams romantical to me. You know, like England, France. France is not in the UK. It's close enough. I ain't going, I ain't going over and trying to get attacked by no pigeons. Oh, my God. I have nothing. Amsterdam, Prague, Brussels, Berlin, Dublin, Athens, Barcelona, Rome, Colombia, Panama. And how many of those are in the UK? None. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. You finally got that right. (laughs) None are in Yugoslavia either. I would say my time in the UK is more centered around being in London, Scotland, and Belfast. I figured they were trying to recruit you for rugby. I did play rugby in college. (laughs) savant talent number 435.8 i was a prop prop yeah there's a prop there's two props and then the hooker in the middle i hope that's better than a fluffer props are the big guys you didn't answer the question but that's okay no the only fluffer i know is geek shaker (laughs) by the way to set the record straight for at least the fifth time this is not me i by no means have anywhere near that type of free time i assure you sure oh yeah so what's your official uh uh, whatever on this ranking well that's what i was just gonna ask you i think i'm fine getting a bottle of this at 38 i'd probably put it more at a bar and buy the pink bohemian i do really like it though it's not that i don't like it i think it's a fine whiskey side by side i'm gonna go for that high proof bohemian every day this is a nice departure from that i'd probably have a bot i mean you know me i'm a sucker for pin hook i'm gonna buy it no matter what just to have it for the horse and all that good stuff well you are a vertical kind of guy better than being horizontal that's only the stripes on your shirt i don't wear horizontal stripes it makes me look fatter (laughs) i think i'm a bar on this luckily for me there's enough other pinhook expressions out there that uh, suit my needs so to speak a little better and the price point doesn't vary a ton again this castle and key juice i'm fully on board on on seeing where this stuff goes it's got good makings Well, and I think that's the bigger thing to talk about. And I don't want to extend this on too, too long, but for the last couple of minutes, this is the second expression we've now had from Castle and Key. I think it's really, really good. I mean, this is 75% corn, 15% rye, 10% malted barley at 95 proof. None of it's bad. I wonder what a couple of gears are going to do for this and how it's going to change it but if this is what it's like right now essentially this is what castle and keys lower proof whiskey could be versus the higher proof neither one of them is going to get anybody upset no i think it's moving in the right direction and you know looking back as far as all the various distilleries and whatnot kind of across the board in the only places i can think of that, that really have good young juice like really good from time to time it's just every now and then some special batches of a high ride where the rye grain comes off sweet and not hot. And those are few and far between. And none of this was hot for a yeah. young whiskey. I mean, that's, I have so many good takeaways from this. I just like that pink one a little bit more. The, the rye proof is definitely not a high ride. I wasn't trying to, to go down that road. I was just saying, you know, generally speaking, as you taste 
other people's young product as well. I feel like you see more nuances and, and less winners. Yeah. Go ahead and get the Dad's Drinking Bourbon official Glencairn by going to premiumbarproducts.com. You can also get custom laser edge glassware while you're there. They have awesome stuff. They have bar tools as well. If you are a bourbon group or a distillery or a store and you want to do more of a wholesale order, reach out to me. I'll get you in touch with Janie and Carson and Vicky and all the good folks over at premiumbarproducts.com. But if you want a Glencairn with our logo on it, head out there now, click on the menu, look for DDB Glass, check it out. Zeke, the folks can find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Find us wherever you download your podcast. You already have because you're listening right now. Leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Thank you, Sean, for sending us over this bottle. And full disclosure, he sent this to us, but it by no means had anything to do with our review. We are always open and honest. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. Hopefully back in some distillery soon. Cheers. Ciao.